Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Of 2021. It is almost April 15th where taxes would be due. But they're not. Oh. But it is almost. Thankfully. Amen. I know I haven't paid mine yet. I yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a year. It's gonna be a year. The realtor wife actually got some uh serious business done last year, so it makes uh, things a little bit more fun with the uh mm-hmm. I'm telling you this joint separately. They always used to say back in the day, if you get married, it's great because you save money in taxes. Not always. Not always. It, it it varies. I don't know how it is for Mr. Steve. Uh, I've noticed that, no, getting married didn't save any, but having children did. Oh, yeah. You can make some sweet Those... cash off a kid. <laughs> Tax credits. Yeah. <laughs> Hamburger. Christine, how are you doing today? I'm fine. I lived a very non-exciting day yesterday. I took a nap, ate some food, and I finished the show. Remember the one I was telling you about? That I started on Netflix, Marriage or Mortgage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up finishing the the first season. It's only like ten min or ten episodes. They're like 35, 37 minutes. Did long. you uh, hide in your bubble after your whoopsie yesterday? Yes. Do you know what I'm even talking about, or did you just say yes because you're assuming you should know? Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm not for sure. So, <laughs> so that's why there was a question mark. Christine, Steve, and Sweet Sweet D and I sat on okay, for it about is what a, you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> for about an hour with uh, what, what's called a, a consultant. Like any job, any business has a consultant, and the job of a consultant is to consult. Bingo. So we're having the conversation with him, and he's a nice guy. His name is Steve, and uh, we're chatting with Steve. And in the during this this call with this consultant, it's to anybody. I mean, think about it. Any job that you have, even when I was the quickest sandwich wrapper in East Lansing at Arby's when I was growing up working there at Michigan State, you know, having somebody come in from corporate and sit down with me and give me a couple ideas is a great idea. Yeah, having someone come in and tell you what to do, this is the way you should do it, or this is what you have to do, is not a great idea. It's suggestions come in a little bit handier. And we had this wonderful relationship. She's least see what she's like. Yeah. I wish these cameras were working. We had this wonderful relationship with this guy. Started. It was the perfect relationship. Because we were saying to him, like, thank you for that idea. We might try that. Here we go. That's great. Mm-hmm. And then, Steve, what happened yesterday at the end of our call with the radio consultant? Again, just imagine with your job, if you will. That you, uh, you're on the end of the call with a guy who's giving suggestions. What happened, Steve? Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, this is Christine. I'd like to uh, ask a question at the end of this. Uh, I see we're wrapping up now. Um, I think you forgot to assign us some homework. I was under the impression that we needed to do some stuff uh, before the next call. Yeah, so, so what can I do? You've taken him from a suggestion maker yeah. to a dictator. Oh, 
my gosh, I totally was that. Oh, I, it like as soon as it left my mouth because I couldn't find the right words. I was like, why did I say that? Oh, I yeah. was totally that kid you that wanted everyone to. is like, really. Why did you ask for the pop quiz? Right. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to teach you something that Connie, of Connie and Fisher, we lost earlier this year to cancer, taught me many, many years ago at Fish. And, then, and people in our building are notorious for it, especially at like, you know, when you have staff meetings, you always have those yucksters. Yeah. Just imagine a building filled with yucksters. No. Yeah, that's our building, right? <laughs> uh, like Connie would say, Fish, at, sometimes you want to say something because you feel like you should say something. It's best to not say that something. Mm -hmm. You were just in that you felt like, because it was quiet. Yeah. And you felt like you should say something. Hey, can you take control of the show and instead of suggestions, make mandatory <laughs> comments? Is right? not the something. No. <laughs> it is not. meant well, but I see her in the hall and I'm like, homework because we're on a skype call so we all have to all be in different rooms I'm and like, then he pushed me homework? like a bully i did not i didn't push you no money kid i accidentally <laughs> tripped you and picked your pocket it was fun let's talk a little bit about hollywood real quick sweet sweet hollywood sweet sweet movies now there was a survey that came out of the most iconic movie themes of all time. Now, I'm looking at the top three right now. My question is, what do you guys think is one of the most iconic, and you can weigh in all the ways, click of six, what do you think is one of the most iconic movie themes of all time? Christine, what do you think? And when you say movie theme, you mean like love or drama? Yeah, like a, a song that you hear and you're like, I'll give you an example. Number three on the list is Inception. Really? Yep. Most iconic, this? I would, yeah, yeah no, that's. Don't, <laughs> hey, don't get me started. I didn't make the list. I just report the list. How about Jaws? Jaws is not in the top two, which is what you would be guessing for now. Top two. That's insane. It seems like Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Psycho. Like, Star Wars? Uh, Psycho's number eight. Jaws is number seven. Rocky, number 10. Star Wars is not even in the top 10. Really? That doesn't make sense. Inception, number three. Gone with the Wind is number five. West Side Story, number four. Raiders of the Lost Ark, number six. Yeah, I was going to say Indiana Jones. Is there any movies you think I'm missing? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, not in there, my nerdly friend. Hmm. What do you guys think? You could text in as well. Click Godfather? six. Godfather? Ooh, that's a good answer. That's this, that's my first answer. Not even in the top ten. <laughs> but Inception I know, is. Inception's in the top I know. three. Right? I know. You want to hear? I'll give you number one. You ready for number one? Yeah. I'm not going to give you number two yet. Oh, is I know it a this. Christmas one? No. Steve definitely should know this. Christine, I wouldn't be surprised if you knew it. Is this a Nightmare Before Christmas? Nope. Oh my God, I know this and it's bothering me that I don't. You want a fish hint? I yeah. can even picture the intro. You have to go, can I get a fish hint? Can I get a fish hint? Can I get a fish hint? It's spectrum <laughs> to anus. Oh, Harry the... Potter. Yes. Oh. I don't know the, the what you're supposed to say with yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, that was weird. Did I say it wrong? <laughs> yeah. What movie theme song have oh. you not guessed yet that's in number two that I actually was shocked wasn't number one? Someone just guessed Titanic. Number two. Oh, wow. yeah. Good call. Good text, member of the Click of Six. Yep. 
I can't believe that's number two, and Harry Pooter is number one, and Inception is number three. Like, yeah, Godfather, Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, that one from The Notebook. What's the one from The Notebook? I don't know. Or the, one. the Notebook. What about that annoying one from uh, Reading the- Rainbow? Reading Rainbow is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. And uh, no, what's that one from uh, Christine? You and I always talk about it. It's off the air. It's from uh, Twilight. Oh, A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. Yeah. That song, you know, where she's all. <laughs> That's Beautiful. exactly how it sounds. <laughs> That's why they chose it as the song they walk down the aisle to when is they it? get married. That's what it is, right? It's <laughs> yeah. Edward and just. I love you, Edward. I'm going to eat you, whatever your name is. Bella. Bella. Because I'm a vampire. This is why Christine, by the way, wants to become a vampire that eats normal food. So I can walk down the aisle to this song? Well, you said that this has got to be Twilight that's done this to your brain. Because the movie Interview with a Vampire would not make you want to become a vampire. No, but no. True Blood did, too. Oh, yeah, True oh good. freak. I love I it. I loved that show. Mm-hmm. You want everybody to have a flashback? Like, they literally will see the credits of the movie Twilight running. Alicia just watched it recently. Yeah. Right here, you ready? Three, two, one. Put your lighters out. Oh, God. <laughs> Way uh, back and forth. Seriously, somebody just punched me in my throat. Dim the lights. Oh, my God. See, your little girl heart is flattering, flippering. Uh. What yeah. is the word? I love Twilight. I'm sure there's a lot of teenagers at the Christina Perry <laughs> concert <laughs> with lighters. <laughs> That's a whole other story, right? Yeah, right. For the text question of the day today, we made it a Would You Rather Wednesday. Would You Rather Wednesday. Would you rather be super strong like uh, Melissa McCarthy in Thunder Force? Mm-hmm. You have super strong skin, super strong strength. Super strong breath? No. Uh, you don't have super strong breath, which would be awesome. But I no. mean, you could blow someone away. Your body is perfect. Yeah. Super strong insides, right? Yeah. You're super strong. Yeah. I'm giving you all of that because of the other choice, and I don't want it to be a landslide. Or would you rather be super strong or be able to change into animals? Any animal you want. You could change into a hamster. Who wouldn't? I Me. wouldn't. No. Yeah. They're kind <laughs> of cool. Note to self, don't choose hamster. People <laughs> no. will look at you awkwardly. <laughs> All right. Christine, would you rather be super strong or be able to change into Anna, any animal you want? While I think shape-shifting is super cool, I went yeah. with uh, strong. I would love to be super strong. Anytime I watch, like, superhero movies or anything like that, I'm always like, oh, I wish I could kick butt like that and you know just if i could be able to save people too with my super strength i'm all about it i, I so actually I believe you go would straight oh absolutely typically men in distress just so you could laugh at them yeah <laughs> 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 i saved you because i'm super strong <laughs> i love that okay so you could so you could save people yep yep now, even though you can't fly though you're not can't no okay. no i i'm you're cool with that super strength but you sure. can jump really far because your legs are really strong exactly that's a mm-hmm. good point yeah. Steve, you're picking super strong, I take it. No, I got to go shape-shifting. I got to go shape-shifting. That Why? just seems way too fun, especially if somehow I can master the half-and-half half shape-shift. 
to where I could shapeshift into a like a half dog, half cat or something, or I half eagle, be, half dog. I thought you wanted to be like a manatar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like a man. Yes, a half man, half manatee. That sounds That's perfect. Hilarious. Yeah. Girl, what's that thing? Centaur, the horse. Oh, cent- yeah. Yeah, centaur. Centaur. Yeah. yeah. I, Steve, I get it, man. I'm with you. I want to. I want you to think about this, Christine, because mm-hmm. I don't want to change your answer. Because you have a right to your own answer. This is America. Thank you. But I will be reviewing your answer after we get off the air. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, and we can judge you for your answer because it's America. I'm choosing shape-shifting. Mm-hmm. And I'm choosing shape-shifting as well because think about this. I mean, unless you go, don't, don't fly over a hunting area, but you could fly. Yeah. You could become an eagle. That is true. Yeah, I mean. Now, uh, would you, how, what kind of animals would you be, though? I would be uh, an eagle because that's a protected species because I don't want to get shot <laughs> in the sky, right? Uh-huh. Uh, like a cheetah. So I could run really fast. Right, right, right? Yeah. Um, If I could do that half man, half dog thing, that sounds kind of cool. Right? It'd be like an English bulldog mixed with me. No. (laughs) Maybe Great Dane. That's weird. Does that get you, like, too excited? No, it's just just strange. Visualizing me? It's like those memes that you see where it's like, a dog with a human face or something like that. Or yeah, that is always weird. A human right. with a dog face. Is that what you like? Like, do you look for those memes? No. Okay. You're, just... <laughs> you're visualizing it? Yeah, it's just I'm... weird. And I'm like this. <laughs> yeah, pretty hot, right? All right, today's text question of the day message via the app free download, or you could text in, would you rather be super strong or be able to change into an animal? Now is your time to interact with the show. Uh, would you rather Wednesday today for the text question of the day would you rather be super strong or change into animals? You could change in any animal you want. So we've been getting some great answers. We got an excellent one via the app from a teacher. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can also text in. So uh, I've got some uh, good news and bad news for the United States of America. America. Uh, America, as in the United States of America, has jumped up a spot this year. On being the best country in the world. There's a poll, like, what's the best country in the world? Like, it's just absolutely, it is number one, without a shadow of a doubt, the country that is the best at everything, right? Quality of life, social purpose, subranks, you know, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Stable, safe society. Mm-hmm. United States is not number one is the best. No. 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 no Quality of is. life, stable, yeah. But it's not number uh, seven anymore, either. It's number six. Look at that. What do you think is uh, in the top five? Give me a top five. Take a guess at a country. Iceland. A- Iceland, Steve? Mm-hmm. Loser. No, oh. it is not in there. No. Switzerland. Excellent guess. Number four. Got another one, Sweden. Steve? Excellent guess, but you're wrong. Oh. No, it's number nine. Uh, number five, Australia. Number four, Switzerland. Okay. You got three Norway? left. Nope. Germany? Yep. Number three. Have you seen this list? No, I swear, I swear I haven't. I know you are. Netherlands? Uh, Netherlands is not in there. Hmm. I'm surprised. It's number 10. Oh. Not in the top five, though. Japan. Number two. Do you know, here, I'll do the thing Christine likes, what number one <laughs> is? Uh, Steve, do you have a guess? I, I thought it was going to be one of those Nordic countries. Yeah, it's so a did... wonderful country. It's the country we should all go to a... Scotland? No, Ireland. I, I kicked into the accent at the end. Hey there, don't you know? Canada. Canada? Bingo. <laughs> yes, me. Your show has become so preachy and full of messages that you've forgotten how to be funny. Okay, hold on. Now, Canada, that's a good point, Carmen, but uh, Canada is number one for all that stuff. Does Canada win a lot of those or am I crazy? Usually one of the Nordic countries, yeah. like Steve said, like like 
Sweden. Sweden or Switzerland, <laughs> Switzerland usually yeah. are the ones that win those. I would love to move to Sweden. There are so many it more people like cool. me. Isn't that where the blondes are? Mm-hmm. Blondes and blue eyes. I'm a strawberry blonde, so I would like they wouldn't pick on me for being a ginger. They wouldn't. They wouldn't judge me for my pasty skin. They'd say, "Ooh, look how tan you are." Yeah, they, they, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're picking on me again. All right, I've learned some stuff. I'm going to share it next on Mix 95.7. A little bit earlier today, uh, we were having a conversation about Canada and Switzerland, and uh, I uh, I want to move to Switzerland because I'm a blonde and uh, and, and, and uh, because it would be wonderful for me. Yeah, because you know? yeah, you're very fair-skinned. Yeah, and Steve said, uh, it slammed me. I said that uh, people there would be like, oh, you look very tan. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know how like you leave a conversation and then like three minutes later you go, Oh. Yes, I hate when that happens. I should have said that, right? So you said what, Steve? I said people there would say, "Hey, you look really tan." <laughs> no, that's not funny. Now I'm even. Now uh, I feel that. That seems like you waited too yeah, long. Six hey. hours later. <laughs> I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What, what did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Shall we learn together, my friends? We shall. He said jubilee. What? Uh, the five countries with the most English speakers are the United States, India, Pakistan, the Philippines, and Nigeria. The sixth country with the most English speakers, meaning they speak English, is England. What? <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's weird. Know. It's very di- it's very diverse country. So. It is. It really is. Have yeah. you been? No, I would love to. Oh, bucket list. Learning. What'd you say? I'm sorry. It's a bucket list. Oh, for bucket me. list. Yes. Mm-hmm. What did okay. you think I said? Nothing. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Tom Brady was drafted by the Montreal Expos in the 18th round of the Major League Baseball draft in 1995. He decided, you know what? I really want to go to the University of Michigan and play football, so I'm going to do that instead. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So he was going into baseball pre-college. And then he's like, yeah, I want to try this football thing. And it definitely worked out. Right. Hamburger, <laughs> yeah. You can't legally get married in Ohio if you have syphilis, Steve. Oh, sucks for you. It's a good thing you live here. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Steve picked on me. Hold on. Wait for it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's Wait too late it. now, Fish. Hold on. No, no, I got it. I got it. Pull your pants up. Nope. No, wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. Wrong one. Hold on. Hold on. Here it is. <laughs> nope. Darn it. You know what? I thought I, you ruined it. I ruined it. It's all. Okay. The bird in the Twitter logo has a name. Did you guys know that? The little blue bird in the Twitter logo has a name. Is his name Twit? No. Oh. Tweet? It's Larry. What? Well, that's dumb. Larry Bird. Larry Bird? Yeah. (laughs) Because the co-founder of Twitter, whose name is Biz Stone, grew up in Massachusetts and was a huge Celtics fan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And finally, uh, as far as uh, birds go, the official bird of the island of... uh, the island country, M-A-U-R-I-T-I-U-S, Maritoris, Maritoris, <laughs> that country island, the official bird of them is the doo-doo. The doo-doo the bird. The bird. Yeah. <laughs> doo-doo or dodo? Doo-doo. D-O-D-O. I know D-O. The dodo's been extinct for like 100 years, so I'm assuming it's doo-doo. No, it's D-O-D-O. No, it's dodo. Oh, it's dodo I bird. think it's doo-doo. It's dodo board. The, do- the dodo board. <laughs> so their national bird's extinct? Yes. Aww, Bingo. That's kind of sad. And their name is super tough to say if you want to book travel there. <laughs> hey, this time, uh, about 24 hours and 20 minutes from right now, another episode of Christineology tomorrow morning at around 7.20. It's every Tuesday and Thursday at 7.20. 
Christineology. We take a dip into her brain. Now, do you know what tomorrow's is going to be yet? Not yet. Okay. Is it going to sound like you're inappropriate at the beginning like it does every time? <laughs> is that the Not theme? every time. <laughs> Steve? Uh, pretty much every time. Not every time. Yeah, it's pretty much. weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I could just isolate the beginning parts or whatever, and it could turn into a 1-900 number. Yeah. People call up, and I just play that. Hey, I mean, if you're charging, <laughs> make sure to let me know. Okay. Mama is always working an angle. <laughs> Ah, my friends, a shortage. So what is going to be the next thing? It's, you know, like I've gradually seen Ortega sauce coming back. Maybe I got lucky. I only took three bottles when I bought it at the grocery store. I left at least 10, maybe even 20 on the shelf because I didn't want to hoard it Mm -hmm. like the toilet paper. But, you know, we've seen toilet paper. We've seen this, that, the other thing. What do you think the next shortage is going to be, Christine? Uh, Pasta sauce. That's all, folks. Do you have an idea now? It's not pasta sauce. Pork? Bingo. So experts think that uh, there could be a pork shortage this summer as people start having barbecues and cookouts again. So Mm. you got that freezer going on, you know, maybe go buy a 24-pack of wieners and throw it in there or something. (laughs) I don't know. Can you do that with hot dogs? Is that bad for the hot dog to put it in the freezer? I think if you can put it in the freezer. You should, yeah, you can do that. Get yourself a whole animal or however you want to do it. I personally, I the pork shortage thing, meat prices from last year to this year, insane. Yeah, insane. Really? I don't, I don't buy pork, so I was well, just, just meat in general. Yeah, chicken. Mm-hmm. It's gone up a couple bucks yeah, uh, for a two packer, right? Uh, what else is there? Like so, Alicia, my. F- is out of cleanse this week. So she's buying all this weird stuff and it's like no sugar in the first three days. She's just this month she's on a cleanse, but she's doing like the first three days it's all liquid. Ugh. Yeah, I know it's gross. So I bought myself a bunch of lean cuisiners, but she's gonna be doing salmon and all this stuff and mm. whatnot. And I'm like, Oh, are you a salmon too? I love salmon. And you should totally do it. Especially date my when wife. it's not like cooked fishy. Sorry. Fishy, fishy. Fishy, fishy. Yeah. So, uh, you, so you're a salmon? Yeah. Love now, it. Steve, do you, are you freaked out about a pork shortage? Well, I bought, we eat a lot of pork in my house. And it, it's super weird because in the beginning of the pandemic, it was like pork prices dropped and it, it was super cheap for a while. I was getting buy one, get one freeze all the time. And nice. then lately, it's like, Ten bucks almost for like a little four pack of pork chop. Wow. Which is insane. But it's gonna be twenty eventually. I know. You can become a, a vegetarian. Pork's our favorite meat at our house. So oh, is I'm it? I'm distressed. Yes. Yeah, like that. This is a, this hits home first. I mean, you're not much of a pork. You're not a pork at all, really. Um, when I go out to eat, like I love pulled pork sandwiches or like mm, in tacos, yeah. but I don't make it myself. I get it. I don't yeah. make any of it. I'm with you. <laughs> Lean Cuisine, I cooked myself lunch yesterday. <laughs> Literally threw it in the microwave. I made myself a wonderful uh, broccoli. The, the, with, there was broccoli and noodles and this creamy sauce with chicken. It's chicken Alfredo with broccoli. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was really good. Thank you. I know. I was impressed, too. Okay, let's talk about Texas. Somebody in Texas recently gave a homeless guy a $100 gift card to Outback Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. But the manager, so the homeless guy goes to Outback Steakhouse. And, you know, this is a positive story, by the way. It's, and the guy's not going to get beat up. Uh, the then manager at Outback became friends with him and actually made sure the dude never went hungry and eventually 
hired the guy bussing tables. But it didn't even end there. She asked me, was I all right? So I told her, no, I'm not okay at this time. Said, hey, I don't ever want you to want for food or go hungry. All I was asking for was a recommendation for a, an affordable motel. <laughs> I had absolutely no idea that people were going to latch on to that. And all they wanted to do was throw assistance out there and resources in any way that they possibly could. I think it's so much of a good blessing. And it's wonderful. I'm blown away by the generosity of people. It's absolutely amazing. So here's what happened. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. With Connie and Fish. Guy goes to the Outback. At the Outback, the manager who was just talking to us right there says, hey, I got you covered. You get hungry. You come here. I'll take care of you. Realizes that the dude is a legit, right? Yeah. Not going to jack the safe or something. So then she puts out on Facebook, look, I'm looking for cheap hotels. There's this guy. I just hired him as a busser. He's homeless. He's a solid dude. He needs help. And it explodes. The next thing that happens, instead of him getting a hotel, random people start donating clothes to the guy Aww. in his size. They start giving him groceries. They say, you need to get to work. We're going to buy you a bike. They give him a bike, or somebody mm-hmm. gives him a bike they don't use anymore. And then, in the account on Facebook, he gets over $2,200 to help him get an apartment. Aww. Wow. And he's got a job. So this is something I wanted to share today. I'm all about the positive, uh, the power positivity. But uh, I'm all about, like, the positive stuff because there's so much negative lately. Right. You know, like I was talking to uh, the gentleman that I, re- I referenced uh, yesterday that uh, is uh, a drug addict and he needs some help. And I was trying to give him some ideas and I'm looking to try to help him somehow. And um, I, and he was like shocked. But, you know, people are so negative. People always just, you know, and he's like, I'm really trying here. And I'm like, okay, well, if you are, you are. And if you're not, I'll find out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not giving him money. Yeah. Right. You know, no offense, but I don't know yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to help him get to that next phase of where he's going. And that people do that makes me excited. I know. It re- literally warms my heart. Yeah, isn't it kind of nice? Yeah. Like, it makes you want to go out there and, like, just do something positive. Okay, so are you? Yeah. What are you going to do? Actually, I'm uh, going to go clean our parks this weekend. Oh, are you actually yeah. doing that? Are you yeah. actually really uh-huh, doing that? because it's Earth Day, yeah. So it's like you can go to a, I'm gonna give you this. a wow. park yeah, and help clean up. So you really are doing that? Yeah. Well done. Well, now I feel like a loser. I know. Do you feel like a loser? What have I done lately? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm waiting for Steve to go, what have I done lately? Oh, yeah, I can make babies. Yeah. What about you, fish? <laughs> Son of a... I've got two doggy stories for you. All right, two. Not one, but two doggy stories for you. So I got a cool, like, uh, robot-y type dog story, which, by the way, set off a weird thing on Christine's phone. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've got that, and then I've got a, just a really cool way that your dog can make money for your family. So the question is, what do you guys want to hear first? Give me that dog money. You want that sweet, sweet dog money? Yeah. All right, here we go. Bush Beer just announced that they want to hire your dog. Aww. They want a new dog as their CTO. That is their chief tasting officer. (laughs) It's true. To try their non-alcoholic beer for dogs called Dog Brew. We've seen hundreds of resumes come through the door. Being our chief tasting officer is a serious job. 
It'll be your sole responsibility to shepherd the great taste of bush. Research new flavors, take on pet projects. Your bark will have to be as good as your bite. So, are you up for it? Aww. This isn't gonna be easy. Is your pup qualified to be Bush Dog Brew's chief tasting officer? Learn Wait how to apply it. at bush.com slash CTO, and Wait your pup could win a $20,000 salary. 20G, baby! Right? Yeah, like. that's... That's pretty nice. That's not too shabby, all no. right? So, uh, here's what you do. Just Google Bush Beer CTO, Chief mm -hmm. Tasting Officer. Makes you want to buy a dog? Oh, yeah. I miss my dog so much. Oh, no. She's going to make it about her dog. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Okay, quick. I have to change the subject. <laughs> uh, hold on. Wait for it. Uh... <laughs> Steve, you have a dog that's alive? I do. <laughs> you ass. <laughs> that, that worked, didn't I, it? I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. Steve, would you uh, like Kobe be a CTO for 20G? I would, but my dog doesn't have a good palate because that dude eats uh, cat poop and grass. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. do you really want that as a taste tester? <laughs> Note to self, don't let Steve do the interview for the taste testing <laughs> job. <laughs> okay, so uh, today's text question of the day, Christine, we're going to be doing that in a little bit, about an hour and 20 minutes. Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? Like uh, any animals, any animals that you want. Maybe you want to change into a mosquito. Go ahead. <laughs> Rude. Why? Why? Why, why? Maybe you want to. Maybe you just want to fly around as a mosquito animal. Oh. Seems dangerous too if you get close to somebody. I, I think so, but I mean they could swat. Yeah, that's why. Why you gotta be a mosquito? Be like a be like a hawk. Yeah. Until you get shot. Don't be a deer with a bunch of antlers. No. Be a female deer. A joy today, aren't you? I, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got my second story for you about dogs. Oh yeah. Who let the dogs out? I was talking to Christine earlier off the air, and I said something about a robot dog, and like that we're going to talk about a robot dog, and it's the coolest idea for a robot dog ever. This is the best Mother's Day gift or Father's Day gift, pretending on your, depending on your preference, ever. However, that being said, Christine starts getting ads on her phone for robot dogs within like five minutes. L no. Literally, as you said it, I got a notification about a robot dog from Mashable. Boom. <laughs> She was very bothered by that, That's, which I get. My phone is listening. That's right. Like, I had ads on my phone for lingerie because Christine off the air the other day was talking about me about lingerie all day. And then you had a bunch of ads for cat litter. And cat litter. <laughs> oh, yeah. After yeah. The, uh, the talk about the litter box. I'm like, what is going on? But this dog, this guy on YouTube, his name's Michael. He got his hands on one of those Boston Dynamic robot dogs. But Michael's creative, and he modified the robot dog. So the, the robot dog actually urinates. It's weird. So he filled the urination cup with beer. Mm. So if you put your cup on the floor, it can find it, line itself up, and fill your cup. Steamy cup of beer. Then you barely even notice him. He's just like in the corner of your house. What is he doing now? And he just like waits until uh, someone else needs their Doesn't beer. Doesn't he sound like the guy that does that too? Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent does. You barely ever will notice that there is a robot dog urinating into a cup on the floor. <laughs> but they don't notice the dog, is what he's saying. Yeah. Have you seen the robot dog? It doesn't yeah. even look like a dog. But 
Well, I mean, it's not going to look like a real, real dog. Yeah, but, but it looks like one of those creepy robots from, like, a sci-fi movie that's going to come and kill you. Or, like, an alien dude, movie. Dude, you need to look get off snapped and ID. Mm-hmm. Look. You are way look too... Look at un- this. That's the robot dog. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a robot dog. No, it doesn't. It looks like it's, it's from a sci-fi movie. It, it looks like a... Uh, a robot dog. I don't know, Steve. I mean, well, that's how it gets you. It gets you drunk and then it kills you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need to get off sci-fi as well. Good God. And this is a father, by the way. <laughs> don't trust the robo dogs. All right, we got daddy tips coming up. This is Mix 95.7. Good morning. Steve, you're a dad. You've got a uh, seven-month-old and... Uh, Eight-month-old. Yeah, whatever, seven. And then Charlotte's like, what, five? Uh, she's uh, three. Five. And a half. Okay, something like that. Okay, well, let's agree to disagree about the age of your children. <laughs> I think I got it right. This is a know. big deal, though. Uh, it all, all joking aside, you had a heck of a week, and this is a big deal. Yeah, Charlotte finally sang or finally learned all of her ABCs, but uh, I put uh, air quotes around learned because you'll see. All right, let's find out. Daddy tips. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is a reminder that no matter how cool a toy is, toddlers will probably have just as much fun playing with a stick. So much fun. In fact, Charlotte and I went out yesterday and bought a kite, and after about two minutes, she had zero interest in it. Cool kite. So, after she ripped off one of the ribbons on the kite, I tied it to a stick, and she was entertained for a solid 30 minutes. Yeah. So, next time you think you're going to pick up a cool toy for your kiddo, just tie some ribbon to a stick and give them that instead. I'm Steve, and I'm a... The next daddy tip is to never let your infant get comfortable sleeping in places other than their crib. Yeah, why, My daughter Izzy has been a light sleeper her entire life, so we've tried everything to get her to sleep longer, including letting her sleep full naps in her arms or in her little bouncy seat. And now, she won't sleep a full night in her crib anymore. Every night for the last couple of weeks, me and my wife had had to take turns sleeping on the couch while she sleeps in her chair in the living room. So keep making your infant sleep in their crib so that you won't have to be a couch sleeper like us. I'm Steve, and I'm a... And the final daddy tip this week is to record your kiddo when they sing the ABCs for the first time, because you can totally poke fun at them later in life. Check out Charlotte's. Okay, that sounds good so far. Hmm, that's not right. Oh, wow, not even close. Is she drunk? Yeah, I think she's drunk. See how fun that was? Now imagine me playing that at her wedding during the slideshow. I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. What do you call a sad strawberry? A blueberry. Get it? Because he has the blues. That's Steve, and he's a new Hopefully these tips weren't really baddie. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, baby bye, Charlotte. Bye, cutie. Okay, hey, your kid is drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was a little tired. She does it better. Or, I did it late last night before she went to bed. So. I love it. I love it. <laughs> she was, was like, sleep gonna, drunk. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to turn this into just making fun of her. <laughs> Dude, what the brilliance of that is that, like, in all honesty, if you can do that and record your kid like Steve was just saying and save it, that would be epically awesome to play. Yeah, I mean, I, I plan on using that later on, and and just to just put this out there, I don't like discourage her or make fun of her. 
to her, to her face. face when she's doing <laughs> yeah, it's healthy. Only over the airwaves for all of our listeners to hear. Hamburger! <laughs> so Steve is a uh, baby daddy. He's got a couple of little kids. I am. I'm curious to see. Christine said something about other yelling at other people's kids. Yeah, I'm really curious as to what people are going to say about this and... You, Steve, specifically as a parent. <laughs> we call it a rando text, though. You can message in via the app and let us know randomly what's going on in your life. O-M-G. What? L-O-L. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. You mad? Rando text message via Apo. Free download in the Apo store. I am mad at my neighbor because she yelled at my kids yesterday. She was backing out of her driveway when some neighborhood kids, including my two sons, rode their bikes in the street near her. She stopped, got out, and yelled at the boys. My husband and I should be the only adults yelling at our kids. My husband said the boys probably deserved it. I think my neighbor owes my sons an apology. My husband doesn't care. Am I right? Do they deserve an apology? Curious to see if anyone agrees with my husband and thinks adults should be able to yell at other people's kids. Not trying to sound like a B word, but I'm clearly upset about this. I am definitely in need of camping onto this rando texto. From the click of six, please call in, text, email message via the app. Is it okay in this situation? Again, she almost ran over the kids. Yeah, so this woman's two sons plus some other neighborhood kids were in the street, got close to this woman's... uh, They were riding their bikes, got close to the woman who was in her car. She got out, yelled at them, and then drove off, and now this woman is upset. This is so close to home, it's not even funny for something that happened in my house, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. So I'm going to wait on mine. What do you think, Christine? Uh, I actually, in this situation, think the woman who yelled at the kids probably had a right to yell at them. I agree with the husband. So you actually think that she doesn't need to apologize to the kids or or the or the parents? No. She was in the right to yell at these children. Yeah. Uh, because uh, if she, I mean, she had a right to yell at them. They're in the street near her car as she's trying to drive. It's like, what if she did hit them? And she said, then her parent, then the the parents would be yelling at her. And backing into, she almost backed. Is that accurate? She was backing out of her driveway when some neighborhood kids, including my two sons, rode their bikes in the street near her. She stopped, got out, and yelled at the boys. O P K, other people's kids. Yep. Steve, are you down with yelling at O P K? Uh, I think it's okay in certain situations. I don't necessarily agree with the husband on this situation. When you're backing out of your driveway, it's on you to make sure that there's no pedestrians, that there's no other cars coming. Okay. And it seems like those kids are going down the street or whatever, and she just wasn't paying attention and had to slam on her brakes because all of a sudden she saw some kids riding bikes. Well, she's backing out. Yeah. And she almost hits these kids. So you think that with a car moving, it's not the kid's response. I'm not. I'm actually asking. I'm not trying to change so your opinion. So at first, I, I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to the part about backing out, and I thought she was just driving down the road. If she was driving down the road, no, she's not. Yeah, if she had the right of way, it seems like she did not have the right of way here, and it's on her to make sure that there's no one that she could hit. So I am 100% that that woman should probably apologize. To the children too, not even the parents, yeah. but the children. I mean, what I would have done in that situation, I would have probably rolled down my window and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I I wasn't paying attention. Okay, so wow. you would have, okay, that's interesting. Okay, click of six, you can weigh in all the ways, you Blowing can text, out. you can message via the app. What, what'd you say, what, blowing up? Blowing up already. That's Christine's favorite thing to say. Boom. It's blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll get, to, we'll get to all of 
A brother in pain says you're absolutely correct, Steve. I couldn't disagree with you more, Tom, but we'll talk more about that, too, <laughs> in just a sec. We have to finish up and talk about this rando texto. Rando texto message via Apo free download on the Apo store. So a sister with a brain lives next to a woman who's backing out of her driveway, Christine. Yeah, she was backing out of her driveway when some neighborhood kids, including my two sons, rode their bikes in the street near her. She stopped, got out, and yelled at the at the boys. She went on to say, my husband and I should be the only adults yelling at our kids, but she said her husband thinks the boys deserved it. Now she's saying that that neighbor owes her and uh, her sons an apology for yelling. Now, Christine, you sided with the dad yes, on this one. I did. Steve's like, yeah, that's on the woman. She should apologize to the kids. And then Steve worked diligently, going through all of our phones as much as he possibly could to find one person that would agree with him. And that is Ben. Ben, yes. what, what do you think, bro? Well, you know, it, it's it's called common sense. You know, when you're backing a vehicle out of your out of your driveway, there's always blind spots. And kids get in the way, somehow getting them blind spots. And in the way society is today, you just can't, you know, sit there and say, oh, I'm sorry, because the kids got just as much responsibility as you do to make sure they don't get in that situation. Okay. And, you know, I, I like, I, like I told the, the guy earlier, I said, uh, you know, I grew up on a farm and that, and it, I just didn't run out in front of a bull because it was fun. You know? <laughs> so wait a minute, Ben. I was told you agree with Steve, but really, you're saying this woman does not need to apologize to the kids. I no, I no, I, I right. I, I'm sorry. I, I may have misunderstood. You know what he said, but right. I don't agree that she should have to apologize. Actually, the parents ought to be apologizing because luckily they're not killed or got ran over and hurt. Hamburger. You know? that, that, that's that's the that's the end point. Not not so much. Oh well, he yelled at my kids. Someone's going to have to yell at somebody somewhere down the line or, you know, the problem with society now. Oh, don't talk to my kid. But yet, you know, he gets in trouble. Well, why didn't you do something about it? Uh, later on in the show today, I'm going to share a conversation. And, Ben, I know that you're uh, a truck driver, and hopefully you can listen all day. And thanks again for the call. I, I'm going to tell you guys a story of how this, something like this, almost identical, not identical to the driving over a kid thing, yeah, but it happened in our household. Like a week ago. Okay. And it's become drama in the neighborhood. No. Yeah, and it's not me. And if it's in our household, there's only one other person. But <laughs> she is in the right. And I'm not just saying that because she is my wife. She is in the right. And it's become a thing. We'll talk about that later. Right now, this is about the rando texto. A woman is backing out of her driveway. And some kids, she's going to run over these kids. Yeah. Stops her car, gets out, and yells yell. at them. Yep, and the woman who messaged us says that she thinks the neighbor owes her and her sons an apology because she and her husband should be the only ones yelling at her kids. Her husband is saying, no, they probably deserved it. Hamburger. And a lot of people agree with the husband on this one. Actually, lots of parents, Fish, are saying, if I'm not around and my kid's doing something stupid, I want another adult to yell at them. Yeah, and okay. call them out for being stupid. And you, you don't always have to yell at other people's kids. You could just stop and go, kids, wasn't smart. Yeah. You know, maybe call yourself uncle. Uncle Fish could have ran over you. No, don't call yourself Uncle Fish. Yeah. <laughs> by the way. Then be weird. It's going to be a whole other conversation. Yeah. All right, give me one more text, and then we're going to wrap this up oh with my Courtney. Gosh, we got so many. Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, Let's see here. 
<laughs> Someone said, in all honesty, kids are bleep holes these days. They're rude. I had three teenagers shove each other out into the road as I'm driving towards them. Then one of the one of them flipped me off because I gave them a dirty look. I got two points to make there. <laughs> a, those kids are bushes, and B, yeah. way to self-edit because I could tell they swore in that text and oh, you just caught yeah. yourself. <laughs> so, Courtney, do me a solid here. Don't swear, but we're going to wrap this up with you. Woman almost runs over the neighbor's kids, yells at the kids. The, the mother of those kids said, she owes my kids an apology, and the dad said they probably deserved it. We'll wrap it up with you, Courtney, maybe Tanya, if we have time. What do you want to say? Um, so I kind of had a similar situation. We were, me and my son were at the park, and he was getting ready to cross the road, and there was actually a car coming. It was like a yield. It wasn't like a stop sign situation. Okay. And the car, he almost got hit by the car, and instead of, me expecting her to apologize, I apologized profusely because my son was not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Hamburger. Yep. I think that's good parenting, Courtney, and I think that's a great point. Tanya, what do you think? Okay, number one, I think it was okay for the neighbor to yell at the kids. Okay. Um, but I also feel like they need to be aware of the situation around them. These kids these days yep. do not pay attention. Yeah. Okay. Did so not hurt them to get yelled at. And when I was a kid, oh my God, everybody down the street yelled at me. And then I got home and I got yelled at even more. You were naughty. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you a naughty kid? Yes, a little bit mouthy, I would say. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you, Tanya. You have a great day. That random text was wrapped up. You can comment on all the socials. You know the drill, right? Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. And there is something that gets me every single time about the old uh, soldier surprising his family. So a National Guard, a guardsman named Doug uh, recently surprised his adult daughter, Brooke, by coming home two weeks early and showing up at her front door. She didn't think I was coming home for two more weeks. Obviously, there were tears of joy, so I didn't get a kick out of her crying, but I was like, oh my gosh, my baby, because she's my only daughter, my only child, so you know, we grew up really close together. So I just jumped in his arms, I'm crying, I'm like not really even sure that it's real at that point. It's such a beautiful story Aww. with such an absolutely amazing guy doing what he's doing for the country and an absolutely terrible crying daughter. She is the <laughs> worst crier. <laughs> like, you know when you go and you see someone and you're like, man, I just, God, just say, this is the way I feel or something like this. And they just, and it's not a sad cry. It's the happy cry. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly cries are the funniest. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. She is such a, but it's such a beautiful story. But I was watching it. I listened to the audio like for the show, like I do every day. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't stop listening to this terribly, terrible, terrible crying woman. Just here's a little bit more for you. Like, not really even sure that it's real at that point. It's like so sweet, <laughs> but it ruins the fuzzies, man. It ruins yeah, them. Yeah, uh. I can see what you're saying. Okay, can you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, wow. Christine. Uh, we've we've got to we've got to talk about what's trending in uh, the wonderful world of reality TV. And and please, let's kick it off with The Voice. Yep. 
All right. So if you weren't aware, Nick Jonas, he's currently one of the coaches. Next season, he's being replaced by Ariana Grande. And it was just revealed. So off the air, I asked Fish, who do you think is the highest paid coach ever in the voice history? I, this seems like a logical answer. I know you don't really watch the show, Steve. I will tell you my answer was Blake Shelton. Yeah, I can see that. He is the staple of that show. First season, CeeLo, Christina Aguilera, mm-hmm. and Adam Levine. Yeah. Blake Shelton. Every season, Blake Shelton. So this is a no-brainer, right, Steve? I'd say Adam Levine, actually. But he's not even on it. I know. Oh, it's current. Yeah. Not. I thought it was all time. No, I did say all time. All time, then. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought it was Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Levine. We know it's Levine, by the way, which is fun to say. Okay, Christine? So, my sources tell me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. So when The Voice first started, Adam Levine and Blake Shelton were paid the same $13 million. But after Adam Levine left, like I hope they get car service. I don't mean to interrupt Christine, but I hope they get car service because how can they live on thirteen million? Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, just wait till you hear the rest of this. So oh God. when Adam left, Blake became the highest paying one. They gave him fourteen mil instead of thirteen. At I, least it was. It's the yeah. numbers are somewhere around there. Look, the money's stupid, but that makes sense. And then Ariana Grande just signed on. She <laughs> is getting twenty to $25 million. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now look, I understand who she is, what she does, how she'll help the audience with what she does with her. She clearly, A, has a glorious agent. Yeah. Who, But she should not be making more money than Blake Shelton. Now look, I love that a woman is making more money than anyone and blah, blah, blah in The Voice. And I really do, I'm not just saying that. That's great. But the guy's the staple. He's been like he he should have a a match clause in his contract. I by the way tried to get that in one of my gigs and they laughed at me and said, "Who do you think you are?" And I said, "I think I'm no longer here." And they said, "No, you can stay, but for this less money." And I went, "Okay." Yeah. And we that was on. easy. Yeah. I was an easy one on that one. So, Ariana Grande is going to make 20, what'd you say? 20, it's in the range of 20 to 25 mil is what wow. she's going to get paid. Yeah making her the highest-paid voice talent ever. Good Lord. Yeah, they say that this is actually the equivalent of what Katy Perry makes on American Idol with ABC. So NBC brought out those big books. Katy Perry, American Idol, perfect example. Should definitely make that money. But Lionel Richie, really? (laughs) Yeah, come on. I know. But Ariana Grande is worth more money than Blake Shelton. She's worth like 180 mil. He's worth 100. How do they live? I know, right? That's not radio money, I'll tell you that. We make way more. (laughs) Okay. What world are you living in? Oops. (laughs) One of us makes way more. I'm like, so I've got hundreds of the I've got, actually, I called my accountant yesterday and he said, you actually have finally reached a kajillion. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. It's so sick. Okay, now. That's your first little nug that Christine had to share with you. The second little nug we're going to share here in just a second is an I told you so moment uh-huh. for her with people that watch The Bachelor. And you th- you might have got duped by one of your bachelors. I'm going to talk about it next. Let's talk a little bit about the show The Bachelor. Christine, you got really excited because you found out a little nug this morning about Colton Underwood, who yes. was The Bachelor how long ago? So he was The Bachelor on season 23. This was like maybe 
four years ago, I want to say, three, four years ago. Okay. He was the bachelor. He ended up choosing a woman named Cassie, and they were together for a year and a half before they broke up during quarantine. Well, in an interview with Robin Roberts on Good Morning America, which was just this morning, he came out as gay. And why I got excited, Fish, was because so wait, was I was he, like... Was, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but was no, he a gay bachelor? No. no. So he was... He was like... Oh, he was courting straight, women? But he was... He was struggling with his sexuality, and I I got excited because I was like, I knew it. I always got those vibes from him, and not in a bad way. I was just like, hmm. How does Christine know that a guy, hmm. like, you know, they some call it gaydar, mm-hmm. air quotes. How does Christine have such effective gaydar, Steve? <laughs> uh, it's because that's the uh, type of person she's most attracted to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today, April 14th of any year, but specifically 2021, is National Ex-Spouse Day. Why do we have all these days? Like, <laughs> this is so dumb. 17% of people divorced say they've uh, their ex got on their nerves. The five most annoying things our husbands and ex-wives did were selective hearing, snoring, being a control freak, being irresponsible with money, and avoiding chores around the house. These are just a couple of stats for National Ex-Spouse Day. I want people to text in if you can or message via the app. What bothered you about your ex the most? Now, to get the pump primed a little bit, Christina, it doesn't have to be a spouse. It is ex-spouse day, though. Here's a good friend of mine that thinks he's funny. And now to celebrate ex-spouse day, give it up for Dan, the recently divorced comic. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, My ex-wife brought religion into my life. I never believed in hell until I met her. No, seriously, I still miss my ex, but my aim is getting better. Ah, yes, divorce. From the Latin word meaning to rip out a man's genitals through his wallet. Okay, dude. <laughs> what that's, the heck? That's, uh, Steve, I, I, I don't think that means that, but... Okay. <laughs> Literally, I have nothing else. Thank you. Don't forget to tip your wages. Hey, are you singing? Okay, man. Steve, what, what was that? Classy dude. That is the guy. Good Lord. I don't think that's what it means in no. Latin. No, probably yeah, not. It definitely no. doesn't. All right, what bothered you the most about your ex? We'll talk about it here in just a few. Having a little bit of a conversation that we're going to get into in a second, but first, today's text question of the day, Christine. Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? You actually chose super strong, and out of the three of us, myself, Steve, and Christine, you're the only one that chose super strong. Mm-hmm. Why is that again? Uh, because pretty much I've always wanted that strength anytime I watch superpowers. I think it's super cool. And I would totally save people with my strength. If I was, like, strong the way you described it, too, inside out. Yes. Yeah. I would save people. I would I would become a dolphin and I would swim in circles. <laughs> <laughs> it would be wonderful. There you go. It would be wonderful, yeah. actually. Super strong or be able to change into animals. Yes, we know it's a dumb question, but I just felt like it was time for us all to be a little bit dumb together, right? So that is today's text question of the day. Message via the app, text, call, you know the drill. Today is National Divorce Day. Okay, not National Divorce Day. Today is National Ex-Spouse Day. Mm -hmm. This is another one of those dumb days that it's like, why do we have this day? And then I see it, and I'm like, well, maybe people want to talk about what bothered them about their ex. 
cleanse their palate, if you will. And then I'm like, well, there's time constraints put on us by management. So we only have to, we have to get Christine to give us one thing that bothered her about her ex because she normally has a list of things yeah, for does. all <laughs> the questions. You can ask Christine, what do you want for dinner? And she'll list off 10 restaurants. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm indecisive. So, Christine, what's something that bothered you about any one of your exes? It doesn't need to be your most recent. Mm. I would say the fact that he didn't want to be as active or outgoing as I did. And sometimes it would suck me in and then I'd be on the couch and be like, oh, I feel like I wasted the day. I want to go out and do stuff. He's more introverted, if you will. Yes, yes, yes. Nice, I like that. That's a good one. Steve. Mine was the crazy hippie girl, and it's the fact that she made every life choice based on astrology. (laughs) I am telling you, I think that is the only girl you ever dated because you use her every single time. I mean, I only dated a few girls. I mean, I, I, I like... The rest were just hookups. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what it was. <laughs> Friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. Sorry. Uh huh. Yeah, not currently. <laughs> no, I have zero friends with benefits currently. Now with me, I'm like, gosh, like I'm like, okay, asking the question, what bothered you about your ex? I mean, one of them was like, I just, she reminded me of how out of shape I was. Why? She couldn't get enough of me. <laughs> I was like, I need to rest. I need to relax. She's like, oh my gosh, you're so sexy. It's so hot. I want all of these. And that bothered you? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I, please let me hydrate. You can hydrate when you're dead. Yeah. I know, fish would uh, work real hard for those two minutes and then just get real tired. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> out of shape. That's what he exactly, said. Exactly. Exactly. You mean on the treadmill or do you mean yeah, I, exactly, I don't understand yeah, what you yeah, mean? Yeah, if we want to call yeah. it a treadmill. Uh, or another ex, in all seriousness. Because I may have been a little sarcastic because no one's ever really said that to me. <laughs> uh, what bothered you about your ex the most is uh, an ex many, many times ago wouldn't yell at me when she's mad. I talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I ju- just yell at me when you're mad. Yeah. Just tell me what's wrong and let's like, talk this out. And she held it all in and eventually, you know, our relationship went why end of the relationship. And then she yelled at me for like three hours after yeah. we broke up. Over like all, Like stuff? six years worth of yeah. stuff. Like why did you and Connie do a ticker on our relationship on the website? <laughs> Connieandfish.com that said, how long will this relationship last? I said, we asked you if you had a problem with it before we put it up. Well, I did have a problem with it, but I was trying to be positive. Well, if you told me, I wouldn't have put it up. Good Lord. so funny. But you want these. was the big one, though. She wanted me. The other other women, they want the... (laughs) Christine, we asked members of the Click of Six, Mm -hmm. can you uh, just give me a few of them? What bothered them about their ex the most? Uh, He didn't pay enough attention to me. I hated when my ex slept with other wo- other women. I oh. guess I was the controlling one who expected faithfulness. <laughs> yeah. I hated the fact that he had a girlfriend on the side. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Is there a trend with this? Because a new survey asked Americans how interested they are in open relationships. 28% of them said they are. 52% no. But 28% were like, yeah, we need to open up the uh, door to this relationship. Wow. So this is kind of interesting theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is interesting. So this one I got a kick out of. Someone messaged on the app and said, what bothered me about my ex was his mom. He broke up with me because she told him to. Oof. Dude, family doesn't like him. That's a thing. It is a thing, but I mean, you should be happy he broke up with you because you wouldn't want to deal with that anyway. Yeah, and his mommy issues if he had him or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, someone said, sorry, got... 
Lots of messages. Biggest thing that bothers me about my ex is how she still, after being divorced for two years, blames me for leaving and blames me for her mental health. I did everything to help her get men- mental help, and she refused for years. But I'm the bad guy. I had an ex call me and yell at me once for not getting her pregnant. What? Yeah, she was like, because she had, uh, she may or may not have had, this was like years ago. She lives down south. Uh, she may or may not have had kids with some a kid with someone else, and she was like, "He's a terrible father. Even if we weren't together, you would have been a better dad. We, you should have gotten." And I was like, "Whoa, we weren't even married. <laughs> How would you even assume that I would do that? Right? Not till marriage." Amen. What was that? Why are you saying amen, dog? Because you amen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Notice who's not saying anything. I, I, I know. Say I have nothing to contribute mm, to yeah. this. <laughs> she's contributed too much, if you know what I'm saying. Today's text question of the day is a little bit dreamy, if you will. It's a would you rather Wednesday. Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? Now, Christine, you said super strong. You'd save people. Mm-hmm. Super strong legs, super strong insides, super strong everything. Yep. Steve and I chose the animal wild. Because we want to, like, uh, what do you want to be? I want to be a hawk. I, I, I could change in anything, like a cheetah as well. Possibly a, a gazelle. Or a mosquito. Yeah, bull field mouse. I would want to just change into, like, just a stray cat or something and hang out at the bar at closing time and talk to people and freak them out. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Good one. And, like, put an accent on, too, you know, like a New Yorker. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing, Midwesterner? A straight cat from New York. <laughs> Be great. Uh, members of the Click of Six, holy cow, did you have fun with this one? Uh, somebody said, I'm already strong, so I would change into animal because I'm super strong. That was actually a woman <laughs> who messaged that. Oh, in. sorry. <laughs> I'm already strong, so I change into animal. <laughs> there you go. Shape shifting would be sweet. Somebody said animal for sure. Animals all day. Seriously, that would be the greatest superpower ever in the history of Evers. Somebody said, I have two parrots who I love dearly. Once you have birds, you realize how amazing they are. I've always wished that I could soar across the skies like they do, fly anywhere like uh, I would like to, experience the world from another avenue, from up above. I think that's a beautiful text for the text question of the day. However, she daydreams about it by looking at her parrots who are in a cage and can't fly anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So let's think about it that way. I know, right? Yeah. And on that note, let's do the top five-ish. Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? Somebody said I would go into shape-shifting. I'm a substitute teacher, and being able to change into an animal in front of a class could probably scare some of the naughties into behaving. Also, I could uh, fly, and I could hear so much about my students. Nice. Somebody said I'd rather be super strong. Animals get mistreated by humans and are part of the food chain for other animals. I want a better life than that. I don't want to be eaten. I'm Mm -hmm. with Team Christine. Okay. (laughs) Uh, somebody said, I've seen Twilight and werewolves are pretty strong. I'll be them. <laughs> there you go. Would you yep. rather Wednesday top five-ish? Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? Number four. I'd rather transform into animals. I could fly. I could swim fast. I could run fast. I could be super strong. I could poo wherever I wanted. And lastly, I could change into a sloth to get the best and longest sleep. I would be the bleep knit. <laughs> All right. I would add number three. Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? Change into animals because most of them get to hibernate, and I love sleep. Number two. Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? Text question of the day. Well, if I need strength, I could pick a gorilla. So if I need to urinate, I'm in public. I could be a dog. 
I'd avoid people with an acceptable attitude than a cat. So I'm going to choose animals. That was very well thought out. That was. And finally, before we do number one, today's text question of the day, 34-year-old Becky's on the phone with us right now. What do you think, Becky? Hey, sis. Um, I would rather be super strong. Why? Because if you're super strong, you can lift more things. That's true. But if you're if you're an animal, Becky, not to change your mind, but you could be a gorilla, like somebody said. <laughs> Think about it. Get back to us. Number one. Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? Finally, they say for number one, super strong text question of the day, because I ain't about to eat any more of Carol Baskin's husband's. <laughs> Nice reference, Tiger King. Yes. It's been yes. over a year. Well thought out, well executed. Okay, so I need your advice. I'm gonna, we're going to do like a quick fish poll, if you will, on this one. This is uh, something that happened in our subdivision. So I want to lay out the land for you. Uh huh. So let's say I don't know how many houses in our sub. So let's say 30. So there's 30 houses in this subdivision. And around our subdivision, the association owns land. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my house faces like a woods, and in the back of my property line, the rim of that woods is owned by the association. Okay. All right. So the other day, we have a, like a little porch area, patio area, like a lot of people do, right? And uh, we're sitting in the porch area, Lisi and I, and she tells me this story. So one of the neighbors in our subdivision, they're teenage kids. They bought, it's really cool. I wish I had this when I was a kid. Those mini motorbikes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And four-wheelers. So they have motorbikes and four-wheelers, and there's like four of them. I think it's their friends or whatever. And Alicia, this has been a thing. It was a thing last year. You could see them riding in the woods behind our house. Part of it's on association land. Part of it's on my land, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what happens if they fall and get hurt is their family can sue either the association or the homeowner. Yep. So myself, Norm, other neighbors could get sued if they fall based on your property line. Yeah. All right? It's logical. So last year became a thing, and they stopped and whatever. So I'm sitting with Alicia, and she's like, oh, gosh. Oh, sorry. It's Alicia's voice. Oh, my God. So the neighbor's kids were out again, and I just went over, and I, I walked over to them, and they were riding their bikes. I made them stop their bikes, and I said, guys, you got to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. You got to stop riding your bikes. Okay? Now, earlier today, we had a rando texto from someone who yelled at their neighbor's kids because she almost backed out of her driveway and ran into him with her car, mm-hmm. right? And most people said she shouldn't have yelled, but, uh, you know, like some people said she should have yelled at him. They deserve it to kind of teach him a lesson about the car thing, yeah. right? Here's why I've been curious about this rando texto all day. As Alicia is telling me this story about the kids with the motorcycles, right? They do it again. They do it again. Like, I watched. Mm-hmm. On your property line. As they walked because she said, you you know, you walk your bikes back or whatever. They said, there's trails outside of the association's property line. She's like, hey, that's not my problem. Do what you want. Yeah. But you got to walk your bikes there. So they they walk or scoot slowly in their bikes through Norm's yard, through a couple other neighbors' yards, and through our yard. And then they're in the uh, woods area that's part of our land and the association land. And Alicia yelled at them because mm-hmm. she had now already spoken with them. So she yells at them again. So my question is, from the click of six and other people, was she in the right to do that? Because the kids went home and said, we weren't doing anything wrong, and the crazy lady down the road was yelling at us, and she's lying about what she says. Mm-hmm. I watched it and made her take a photo, mm-hmm. just because I was afraid of that. Yeah. Because kids can be kids, right? Yep. So now it's become a, a dilemma in our subdivision. 
have oh, you, poor us, right? But whatever. Have you talked about this with Norm or your any any other neighbors? Norm was on it. Yeah, Norm knows. Yeah, he was on vacation, but he uh, Norm knows everybody. He's kind of the godfather of the subdivision. Oh, is he? <laughs> so Norm actually texted Alicia randomly throughout the night and was like, heard you yelled at the neighbors. How does Norm know? <laughs> Norm knows everything. But my question is, was she in the right to yell at them a second time after she spoke with them a first time? Mind you, if these kids get hurt, Let's say the kid falls off his motorcycle and they have to sever his leg off. It's, it's extreme. Yeah. But his family could sue my family. Yeah. So are we in the right to do it then if it can financially affect you personally? 100%. I don't yes. tell me what I want to hear. I want to be I want, I want honest opinion on no, this. No, I agree with Alicia because uh, that is a valid concern. Right? Yes. So, okay, because this is different a little bit than the rando texto, Steve. You actually thought it was wrong for the person to yell. What do you think? Uh, so yeah, this is different. Um, yeah, I did. I didn't think that, uh, the person was in the right before, but so for this one, I would say it's your property, anything on your property. I mean, it's 100%. I, I back her up. Yeah. Especially cause their dog pooped in my yard three times in the past year. Well, that is, yes. Don't poop in my yard, kids or dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up.